Welcome to the Victorious Souls Podcast with self-love coach, Danielle Burnock. Things happen in our lives that make us feel powerless. But Danielle believes that anyone can become a victorious soul by reclaiming what belongs to them, their value, their belovedness, and their God-given superpower. The Victorious Souls Podcast is dedicated to empowering you to rise up, reclaim, and embrace the change from survive to thrive as a victorious soul through the power of love. And now, here's that lady on the internet who loves you, Danielle. Hey there, Victoria Souls. It's Danielle Burnock from DanielleBurnock.com. Love yourself from Survive to Thrive, that lady on the internet who loves you. And you know what? Today is my birthday. So today I have a special episode just for you. I'm going to call this Adopting a New Mentality About Aging. And that's because I used to say I had a Peter Pan mentality. I used to think that was a good thing. I used to think it was about having, you know, a youth mentality, staying young at heart. And I thought of Peter Pan, and he would say, I won't grow up, and he would sing about that. But it wasn't about not growing up for me. It was about not growing old. I didn't want to get an old mentality. One of those things where, you know, people start complaining about, you know, how old they are and how they don't want to celebrate their next birthday. And it's, Like, really, if you don't celebrate your next birthday, what's the other choice? You're not living anymore. So I really do want to have a positive attitude toward aging because today I am 64. And then the Beatles song starts playing in my head. They had a song about turning 64, and I can't even imagine thinking like that. So back to the whole Peter Pan thing. My view about Peter Pan was about youth, fun, enjoyment, joy. Now I'm really thinking I need to rethink that because I think that mentality of having a Peter Pan mentality is really kind of like a ruse. It's I need a I need a mental adjustment. And so I'm thinking if I need a mental adjustment, then maybe you need a mental adjustment too. What are your thoughts about aging, about getting older, whether you're, you know, turning 30, turning 40, turning 50, turning 60, 70, 80, 90, 100, wherever you're going. You know, I'm believing to live 120 years because the Bible says I can. But it's not like, you know, if I make it to 120, I win something or something like that. And see, that's the ruse that the whole Peter Pan thing wants to throw at us. It's this egocentric thing. See, the things I thought that were good about Peter Pan were, you know, childlikeness, because Jesus said to be like a child with our faith, to be quick to believe the things of God. Uh, Peter Pan was a leader, right? Being a leader is a good thing. Peter Pan was resourceful. He was spunky. He was imaginative. And he cared for the lost boys, the fatherless, the parentless people. And these are things that are good, and I liked that. But I started thinking about where did Peter Pan come from? I did a little bit of research on it. And he's got a very kind of dark and 
varied past, depending on where it comes from, and that's because Peter Pan is a made-up character. He's a fictional character that someone just created, and that's not bad. That's just the way it is. But as I was researching this, I discovered there's also a thing called Peter Pan syndrome. Oh my goodness, I did not know that. And it's not really a recognized mental health illness. It's not in that book where they list all these things, which there are things that are not in there that ought to be, like complex PTSD. But I digress. Back to what I was talking about. You know, the thing about the Peter Pan syndrome is a metaphor for patterns of behavior for people who refuse you know, to take responsibility, to grow up. They don't want to work. They don't want to do the things that an adult does. They don't want to do adulting. Well, that wasn't my view of that. I started looking at Peter Pan and he had a lot of real negative qualities about him. Also, he was an instigator of trouble. He was mischievous, which that's not always bad. He was focused on his own entertainment. He was irresponsible. He was obsessed with escapism. He was boastful. He was careless. And he was self-centered. Now, if you've listened to me for any time, you know that I am for the self. The self is where our choice resides. My process I take all my clients through is the acronym SELF, S-E-L-F. So self, I believe, is very important. But I don't think being self centered is good. Being selfish, where you pay attention to yourself so that you can give and be healthy to be good for other people, that's good. But self-centered, uh-uh, that's not good. So I'm thinking there's a better pattern to follow, a better mentality that I want to have. And it's in a person that I kind of dabbled in a little bit. It's a guy named Caleb, and he's a guy who's in the Bible. What I knew about Caleb and what I retained about Caleb was, hey, Caleb was 85 when, you know, it says in there that he took his mountain. So he was healthy and he was strong when he was 85. So I'm like, hey, I want to be like Caleb, healthy and strong when I'm 85. But you know what? There is so much more to the story of Caleb than about his age. I mean, that's not what Caleb was about was, I'm going to live a long time and I just don't want to die. I mean, that's really... Kind of missing the point of life if that's all we think about. There's so much more to life, which is why I thought the Peter Pan thing was cool, because it was about enjoying life. Jesus came to give us life and that abundantly, right? But the thing with Caleb, his whole story is it was about his heart. See, Caleb was this guy in the Bible, if you're not familiar with him. It's way in the Old Testament, way, 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 way back in the Old Testament, when the Jewish people, also called the children of Israel, when You know, they had been in slavery for a bunch of years. Caleb was one of them. And then this guy, Moses, if you've heard of him, he came, God sent him to, you know, lead them out of Egypt. And Caleb was one of those people who came out of Egypt. He was delivered from that situation. So he came through a miraculous deliverance. Plus, Caleb's a real person. So we can learn about Caleb And someone's not going to keep changing the story, you know, like you can with Peter Pan, because he's fictional. So you can uh, just change the story however you want when you're writing the story. But when you're talking about a real person, you got to look at what the real things are that happened. And so with Caleb, the big story with Caleb is he came through this deliverance thing. And when they got to a place that God told them was called the promised land, which was this awesome place to live, 
and it's going to have all this great food. It's going to be beautiful. It's like moving to the beach. You know, if we think about it in our day and age, or if you're not a beach person, maybe you want to move to the woods. Think about the best place you would ever want to live. And then imagine that for the sake of this story. So they get to the, you know, the outskirts of this property where they're supposed to go and move into this place. But, you know, there's people living there already. And, you know, this is Old Testament, so there's a lot of war and people fought about a lot of stuff. And so they had to get these people out and they were going to move in. So first they went in to see what's the story about this property. So Moses sent 12 guys, 10 guys in, 10 spies into the land. No, 12, 10 or 12. See, you don't need to know all the numbers to learn the lesson. So anyways, he sent this group of people in there to spy out the land to see, you know, is it? awesome like God said it is. And they came back, yeah, it's awesome like God said it is, but you know, the people living there are big and huge and giants and we can't do this. But Caleb and this other guy, Joshua, the two of them are like, yeah, we can. God said we can do this, so we can do this. And they're like, no, we can't. And they're like, yes, we can. They're like, no, we can't. Yes, we can. No, we can't. Yes, we can. Well, the short story of that is, you know, they suffered for 40 years because God wanted them to move in and they just wouldn't do it. They wouldn't do what needed to be done to get the victory that God wanted them to have. But Caleb and Joshua, the two of them, they did. And the awesome thing is God didn't punish them for the mistakes of the other people. You know, you ever been in a group project at school, you know, and you're the only one who does the work and everyone else doesn't do the work? And then you guys get a bad grade and you suffer because everyone else really sucked at this group project. I mean, I always hated stuff like that in school. Well, this is not like that. This is like they all didn't do their job, but Caleb did his. And the Bible said that he wholeheartedly followed God. And so for 40 years after that, you know, they wandered around the wilderness, which is a story all in of its own. And after that 40 years, it became time to go into this new land again. But this time, you know, it was a little different. They had all different people going in because all those other people had died over that that period of time, except for Joshua and Caleb. But this was 45 years later, you know, 45 years later. So it was 40 years back when, you know, he went in the first time. Now, 45 years later, he comes to Joshua, who's in charge now because Moses had died, who was 120 years old when he died, for the sake of just letting you know, I'm not a nutcase for thinking 120 years old. But that's in the book of Genesis, and that's a sidetrack. But back to about Caleb, he came to Joshua and said, hey, Moses said I could have this mountain. It was called Hebron. He said I could have that. So will you give me what he said I could have? I am just as strong today because God has kept me alive and strong. And see, therein is a little bit of the difference. See, Peter Pan was going to like never grow up, never grow old, and he was just going to live forever because he just wanted to. He thought he could just do that just because, you know, plus he's fictional. But the, the, having that mentality is to trust in ourself. Like I can just live forever and do whatever I want. And I'm just going to rely on myself. That's Peter Pan had no faith. And Peter Pan was reliant on himself. But the thing with Caleb is Caleb had faith in God. He was a faithful person who believed in God. And he was God reliant instead of self reliant. And so when it came time for him to get 
what God had promised to him, he was strong enough to do that. And so I want to have a Caleb mentality instead of a Peter Pan mentality. I want to be a faithful person. I want to be God-reliant. And I want to take care of myself as best as I know how so that I can be strong to do whatever God's called me to do and live out my days in strength. And so that's why I'm aiming in this new direction. If you've listened to some other episodes before this about this aging well in faith, and I'm collected some scriptures about that. I'm going to be gathering other information to help us be healthier to help me, to help you be healthy, emotionally healthy, mentally healthy, physically healthy, spiritually healthy, and relationally healthy. There's all different ways to be healthy. And it's not just about, you know, not dying. You know, aging well is so much more than that. So I wanted to talk with you about that today because, as I said, today is my birthday. And I am switching from having a Peter Pan mentality to having a Caleb mentality. And I want to invite you to join me in that mentality so that you can have a good and victorious life like Caleb. He got his mountain. He conquered all the giants that were in there. He had children. He was able to bless his daughter with, you know, a whole area of stuff because he was blessed because he had a right heart and a right mentality. And that's what being a victorious soul is all about, having life on the inside, not just having a long life, but having life on the inside and having good relationships and healthy relationships and enjoying your everyday life, having peace in your mind and peace in your heart and hope and faith and love and all those good things that, you know, you can't store them up in your closet. You store them up in your heart because those are the things that matter. And so until next time, I love you. Thank you so much for listening to the Victorious Souls Podcast. You matter and you are loved. We'd love to connect with you further. So please visit us at daniellebernock.com and grab a copy of Danielle's free audiobook. And remember, only you can change your life. No one can do it for you.